Hello and welcome to In the Kitchen with Mary Mac. It is now 2017, barely. It's like three days in. So far, so good. And uh, we have a special announcement to make. Our store is live. We kind of announced that at the end of our last podcast, but that was like a soft opening. But now it's not a soft opening. We're kind of putting it out there on social media. So our store is up and running on our website, which is merrymacpodcast.com. There's a link to the store in the menu. Okay, and when you look at the website, you'll be able to see the store. And when you click on the store, you'll be able to see the work that Anna has done preparing the store, which was a monumental feat because apparently it's very difficult to set up a square store. Mainly the shipping. Everything else is normal, but the shipping is ridiculous on there. It took us months to figure out the shipping. So if you look at it and it looks weird, um, if you go to the web store... Uh, we, what we did, we figured it out, um, a shipping price based on, amount of, on the amount of mixes that you purchase because we couldn't get it, get the shipping to go up. Say like you buy one mix and it's this much and then you buy two mixes yeah. and it's this. We could not make it do that. So It, it was saying like, for example, um, four ninety nine, and you would buy two mixes, it would cost you then... Um, Nine ninety eight yeah. <laughs> to ship two mixes, which are in the same box, and it's flat rate shipping. So it's we did the best we could to make the best deal. And if you have problems, consult the FAQ or contact us by email or yeah. one of our social media things, and we'll help. Yeah, you wouldn't think. I mean, I I I just can't. You think it sounds like really easy to go, oh, just go into your set up a square store. And it, it is not as easy as you think. It's rather complicated. So especially with us, like, because we have uh, a couple different things that are very tiny, like our cheese ball mix or our spinach dip mix. And then our um, regular baking mixes weigh maybe like 12 to 14 ounces each. So that's a little heavy for shipping. But we think we have it figured out pretty good. And um, we, we're, we're hoping, you know, we'll give it a, we'll see how it goes as we go in. Because what we figured one of the things we can do is always do, um, like, give you extra mixes or give you a, um, a discount or something like that after the fact. It's a little yeah. difficult and the, tricky. The only way to do a discount for free shipping over a certain amount as well is to do a refund after the fact for the price of shipping. So that's uh, another confusing thing. I believe I addressed that in the FAQ as well. Yeah, it's, it is. So you'll have to do a little bit of reading when you go on to order. But it, it's uh, this is um, the culmination of 10 years when I started doing this, um, making the mixes and actually selling them uh, was in 2006. Just uh, started out with very bad-looking packaging and, um, you know, worked on the packaging and worked on the getting the right ingredients and sourcing things and to be fair your graphic designer at the time was 15 years old yes and my graphic (laughs) designer has aged right along with my business so now she's uh 25 and she's much better at what she does and when we started when i started this uh i I basically developed uh, my mixes from my own mixes from things that i made from recipes that i got from cookbooks it just took a while to like i wanted to make them healthier 
first, and then I wanted to make them into mixes. So it took a, a, a while to figure it out. It took a while to source. Of course, and it's it's ridiculous when you're sourcing things for baked goods. Somebody will stop selling, inevitably, the thing that you need. So you're always having to find a new source. You just had that problem oh. this week. Yes. <laughs> so, yes, it's a, it's a shell game of sourcing. Uh, I used to try to use as much local um, as I could, and then due to various circumstances and getting very difficult to get the local items, I started to source better quality. I just went for quality. And uh, now I use quite a lot of Bob's Red Mill products, um, Bob's Rolled Oats. I use Bob's Oat Bran, and I use, um, oh, what's it, flaxseed meal. I use a lot of things from Bob's. I use a lot of organic products. Uh, for example, the dried fruits, typically the dried fruits I get are organic. I use a lot from Nuts Online, which is a good source to get products from. That's where I get most of my, like I get my macadamia nuts there and I get a lot of my dried fruit. Their packaging is hilarious Oh, it is. Too. It's fabulous. <laughs> um, and then I use uh, Gordon Food Service for some of my things. I try to get good, very good quality whatever that I'm using. So that's what I've kind of gone for because my local lo – I had some really great local uh, sources that, you know, it, it's hard being a small business and especially hard being a small food-related business. And people just, you know, they – uh, grow old at what they do and stop doing it or they find out it's not as profitable as they hoped it would be and stop doing it so it's you your sources really you know they come and go and so I'm trying to find better sources better quality items so I always use uh, as good a quality as I can find in my products so because I know when I'm buying something I want it to be a good quality product so I definitely want to pass that on 10 years ago we went and we were. Uh, I, I became a certified home kitchen through the Department of Agriculture of the state of Pennsylvania. So um, I'm legal as I do this. Always good to know. Always good to be legal. It's always legal is good. And like I said, the packaging, you know, you get... You have to develop good packaging. You have to develop good labels and that sort of thing. And as we go along, we've improved. I feel like we've improved quite a lot. But I always wanted to be able to have an online store. But we have a store, but we're not open that much. And we're way we're out in the country pretty far, um, standing chimney. So it's a beautiful drive for people in our area. But I wanted to be able to reach people farther out. And um, we get a lot of people, actually, that come to visit family and uh, stop into the store and say, gee, I wish I could get your stuff online. So now you can. Um, we're going to be adding more and more as we go along. We have a lot of mixes. And basically, um, we the as far as the oat bran muffin mixes, we have an oat bran muffin mix base that is chocolate and an oat bran muffin mix base that I say is plain, but we put uh, vanilla, uh, organic vanilla powder in it kind of it's not exactly the same as using liquid vanilla when you bake something but it has a really nice flavor and it really uh accentuates the flavor of the other things in the mix so when i started this i just made plain muffins and i just told people add in what you want you know because <laughs> i thought that would be reasonable and it turns out that as i started adding things to mixes people stopped buying my plain muffin and adding oh, in yeah. what they wanted to and they wanted to buy one that a mix that had the stuff in there already. And I, I understand that because, like, you know, people don't want to, you don't want to go out and get some blueberries so you can make uh, blueberry muffins, you know, if you don't have any. But if you have a mix that has dried 
organic, delicious Maine blueberries in it that you think you would like, you know, and it, and it's really good. So we have, I was trying to count as I started this. I should have prepared better, but I think I have a total of 16 different mixes. And what I've basically done is my add-ins are dark chocolate, semi-sweet chocolate, milk chocolate, white chocolate, peanut butter, cinnamon chips, dried cherries, dried blueberries, raisins, golden raisins, and uh, dark raisins. Uh, peanut butter chips. Peanut butter. I think I mentioned the peanut butter chips. Uh-huh. Did and you then, say caramel chips? Uh, caramel chips. Forgot the caramel chips. Oh, pecans. Uh, pecans, macadamia nuts, walnuts, sunflower um, kernels, and then I have uh, dried these delicious dried Fuji apples, things like that. And I can vary those by, by like what I do is I take a theme. Okay. And I, I'll think of a, a funny, well, okay. I think of a funny name for a mix and then I try to find a flavor that goes with it or <laughs> sports teams are big, you know, but I'll, I'll do that kind of thing or else I'll throw together a mix and I'll say, Oh, I have this mix and this is how I made it. What should I call it? You know, and then people give me suggestions. So I have some, my mixes are kind of humorously named, I say that because I feel that they're humorous. You may mm-hmm. think that they're dumb. And we have the but, whole Pittsburgh muffin collection. Yes, I have a, a giant Pittsburgh muffin collection because uh, we live near Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and it's always fun to do things like that. So we have uh, the Pittsburgh Stillers mix, hockey nut mix to celebrate the Penguins. We have We Are Family, which uh, celebrates the Pittsburgh Pirates. And we have one that we just developed. Actually, it was our first podcast, and it's called The Yinzer Muffin. And um, Hang on. Don't forget, we also have Pitt. Oh, yeah. We have the Zoo Food Mix because uh, Pittsburgh doesn't have a professional basketball team, but we do have the Pitt Panthers basketball team, which is our professional basketball <laughs> team in Pittsburgh. So they have a cheering section that's called the Zoo, and our muffin mix for them is called Zoo Food because, you know, the cheering section has to eat. If you look, when we get these up, we'll have a description of the mix and you'll see what's in it. The Stillers mix, which will be on the site, is peanut butter chips and semi-sweet chocolate chips in a chocolate muffin, and that's the black and gold. The peanut butter chips are gold. The semi-sweet chocolate chips are black. So you got your black and gold. You can celebrate your Pittsburgh Stillers with by one, eating a delicious muffin. Isn't that one called Here We Go Stillers? Yes, it is called yeah. Here We Go Stillers. Because we avoid copyright infringement. <laughs> yeah, we avoid try to avoid that as much as we can. And uh, there's a... An old song, here we go, here we go, Stillers, here we go. If you listen to him sing it, it's hysterically funny. But that Pittsburgh accent, we use that in our uh, mix name. The Yinzer Muffin, which, as I said, we developed on our first podcast, because we were looking for a muffin for a dear friend of ours who has a podcast called the Yajagoff Podcast, and I wanted to develop something to offer for sale in his web store. So in thinking about that, I thought, oh, we already got the Stiller's muffins and we got the hockey nut muffins, which, by the way, is a chocolate muffin with white chips and macadamia nuts to represent. I won't even say. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, so we got that and we are family muffins, which is for the pirates, has black and gold raisins in it and sunflower seeds because baseball players love to chew sunflower seeds. And the black and gold raisins are reminiscent of the black and gold color of the Pirates uniform. And my very dear friend Chuck Tanner, who was one of the people who 
really encouraged me, other than my dad and mom and my husband, my dad was probably my biggest fan because he would, he always wanted to have these healthy things and he was diabetic and he found out he could eat these oat bran muffins and it didn't affect his sugar because they're so high in fiber. So Chuck was my other big fan and he really liked them too. And I said, what about if I develop something with raisins and sunflower seeds, do you think you would like that? And he said, sure, sure, I'll give it a try. So he really liked them a lot. So Chuck got those fairly often. So we were thinking, like, what else is there? What do we have left? Well, I have these caramel bits that are kind of a gold color, an orangey gold color. And I had um, the pecans and the chocolate chips. And I thought, oh, that goes good together. The flavors go good together. So we called it the Yinzer Muffin. And we called it that. And I said the tagline on the front of it is, it's black and gold and nutty. So I thought that sounded kind of like a Yinzer. That's pretty much what you know, a good description of a typical Yinzer. So that's what we want for the Yinzer muffins. We talked about in our first show how we developed that muffin and we let you, you know, we actually made it and tried it out and everything and it was pretty, pretty tasty and people liked it quite a lot. So that is what is on our website right now, the Yinzer muffin. It's our flagship muffin. (laughs) And then we have the, uh, here we go, Steelers muffin on there too, because currently the Steelers are heading for the playoffs So I thought, ah, we'll put that up there too. Uh, We'll be adding more on as we go along. And we'll probably cycle the sports ones as the seasons come and go. Yeah, we'll go kind of seasonally on those. Um, It's hockey season lasts for most of the year. So those when those go up, they'll probably be up for most of the year. We also have a few other, you know, fruit ones that are good that I'm thinking, I I was going to try to go seasonally. We'll see how those work out, but we have a really, really good one that's called uh, Caramel Apple Walnut. It is, oh, it's such a good muffin. So um, I really love that one. And I thought when I get that one up, that might stay up for year round, even though it's kind of a fall muffin. It's just such a good muffin. Um, We have a blueberry muffin, which is called Bluesberry, and it has the cutest label on it. We have the Cleveland Brands. It's your Cleveland Brands which are a uh, milk chocolate and caramel muffin in a uh, the plain or vanilla muffin base to celebrate the Cleveland Brands, who's my dad's favorite football team. And we're developing more Cleveland mixes. Yeah, we're working on more Cleveland mixes because we are an oddity. Well, I am an oddity. I can't speak for my entire family, but I am a Steelers and a Browns fan, and I know that sounds insane. Believe me, it is insane. When they play each other, I just yell at everybody through the entire game. I also love Cleveland. We're like right in the middle of Cleveland and Pittsburgh. So we're going to have, uh, we're working on a Cleveland baseball muffin mix. Basketball. A Cleveland basketball muffin mix. Mm-hmm. We have a lot and it's it's kind of fun. I enjoy doing it and I think it's fun. And I don't want these to be just gifts though. I want people to eat them and they are very good. Um, we also put the nutritional analysis for them, the nutritional facts I knew when I first started making these, one of the reasons that I made them before I started this business was I made them for my kids because I really wanted a nice, high-fiber, healthy snack for my kids that was low in sugar. Because usually, I mean, the thing, even if you try to eat a, a get of your kids a healthier snack, they're typically not a, a high-fiber snack. And they're also typically not low in sugar. And these actually are reasonably low in fat too. It's something that you can, you know, you can, it tastes really good. You can give them to your kids in their lunch or whatever, but it's not like, 
uh, a crazy sugary snack, but it's going to stay with them because it's got, you know, the oatmeal in it, the oats, it's going to stay with them. It's very good that way. But just the mix itself without any added anything in it, um, when you make the mix, you add an egg, three-fourths cup of milk, and I have it as 2% milk, and a third cup of oil. I like to use canola oil. Without the oil, egg, and milk, the mix itself, just the mix itself per muffin, is 62 calories, 2.8 grams of dietary fiber, which is, so for one muffin, that's before you add any nuts or anything in it, one muffin has 11% of your daily fiber, total fiber intake in one muffin. The total carbs are 4%. The total sodium is 4%. Uh, total fat is 1% before you add anything else to it. So the mix itself is very good. Now, if you were a vegetarian and you added your typical substitutes to it, the fat numbers would be lower than what I'm having, say, if you were, say if you were using like a nut-based milk or a soy milk, um, if you were using egg substitute, if you're using a different sort of an oil, whatever, you change those numbers a little bit. But just if you look at the base mix, that base mix is very, very healthy. We looked at the Yinzer muffin mix, and this is complete. This is uh, mixed up with the egg, oil, and 2% milk. The total calorie for one muffin is 211 calories, but the dietary fiber in that one muffin is 15%. It's 3.7 grams of dietary fiber in one muffin, 15% of your daily fiber recommendation. So that's a lot of fiber, 4.2 grams of protein in one muffin. That, that's a lot. I mean, it, the, for something like that, for one snack. So I think when you look at it nutritionally as far as something that you can grab for breakfast, you know, grab that, uh, believe me, one of those, like, for example, like I said, the caramel apple muffin, one caramel apple, normal size muffin. These aren't great big muffins. These are normal size, I like I said, baseball size muffins. Grab one of those for breakfast and a cup of coffee. I mean, you're full. You, you do, you're, you're full. And it's good and healthy. So that's, like I said, that's why I developed them. And I know it's kind of an odd niche because I've looked and there really aren't oat brand muffins everywhere. Uh, so I, I hope you try them out. I mean, they're, I, they're really good. People that try them really like them a lot. So just, you know, new kind of food for you. The Steelers muffins come in at 195 calories each. They don't have added nuts or anything in them, but they still have 3.2 grams of dietary fiber. So the fiber in these muffins is typically double the percentage of carbohydrates in these muffins, which is awesome. Absolutely awesome. They're low in sugar because they're naturally sweet because oats tend to naturally be sweet. So the plain muffins actually have less sugar in them than the chocolate muffins because I I tried putting less sugar in the chocolate muffins and they're just, the chocolate just is, it's so strong, you know, so you have to have that sugar in there to balance it out because chocolate is very bitter. But the plain muffin has less sugar because it does not have to overcome that and I use uh, demerara sugar or raw sugar in the mixes. So that in and of itself, I mean, it's still sugar, but it does have uh, more potassium in it, and it has some extra minerals and vitamins that normally are not in processed sugar. So that gives you a little bit too. Like I said, we hope you try our muffins. 
I mean, we hope you give them a try. We have our spinach dip mix up there, too, and our little cheese ball mix. And two scone mixes. Oh, and our two scone mixes. We have a classic cream scone mix and a lemon poppy seed scone mix. They're really, really good. We have instructions in them that scone... These are real scones. These are not just add water scones. These are real scones that have real butter. We want you to use real butter in them and cream... I will say I've made them with 2% milk instead of heavy cream, and they turn out just fine. Yes, they do turn out so good. if you're freaked out by the concept of heavy cream because it's a lot of fat, just use milk. It's fine. Yes, you can do that. We've actually used water because um, one time we didn't have milk, and we had to make them with water, and they didn't turn out too bad then. But these are the real deal. So if you want the full-fat European-style scone with the flaky layers... That's what these are. What we do is we put the directions inside the package so you have a separate sheet of paper to look at while you're making them with step-by-step instructions. My store partner, Beth, who makes the scone mixes, has taken uh, some shortcut ideas that she had and included them in there for working the butter in a little bit easier and, and that sort of thing. But the scones are, I mean, they're delicious. They're absolutely delicious. So if you... If you like that sort of a scone, um, I know you'll love these. Everyone loves them. And she has several different flavors of scone, which we'll be adding to the website also as we go along. We figured that the plain scones are definitely the most popular. They are very lightly vanilla flavored with the same um, vanilla flavoring that I use in mine, the powdered vanilla. They they just they're so good. And then the lemon poppy seed are I mean they're they're perfect. It's just right just right the amount of lemon they're they're very very good um we have i think seven different flavors of scone so we'll be rotating those through and getting them up there and and i i think when it's all said and done uh we're gonna have a lot of mixes up there we also have eight different bread mixes that can be mixed up in a bowl that's how they were originally created to be mixed up by hand in one bowl or you can use them in a bread machine. And I know bread machines, the popularity waxes and wanes, but a lot of people have bread machines and have told me that they're having a very difficult time getting bread mixes. My bread mixes will work very nicely in a bread machine. I have four different ryes. I have a regular seeded rye, a seedless rye, an onion rye, and a pumpernickel. And then I have a multigrain, an oatmeal wheat germ, whole wheat and a plain old white bread so i have eight different bread mixes which will eventually make their way up onto the store and if you're interested in them please send me an email and we'll get them up there faster Um, they're all very simple they come with everything all you need to add is oil and water so the yeast and everything is in there it's all ready to go very simple step-by-step instructions they produce a very they're they're very good they make one loaf Um, It's the same bread that I make and sell, so I just downsized it and made it into a mix. Hopefully this goes well, and uh, we get some products up there that people enjoy, and we eventually get all of our products up there, and and then everyone is very, very happy, and they have lots of delicious muffins to eat and scones. Hopefully that's what happens. (laughs) But for now... 
take a look at our site and let us know what you think. Um, we love to have feedback from it and share with your friends. And if you visited our store, if you've ever visited it, and you, you say, gee, I wish I could get those mixes, now you can. So I hope this wasn't too boring talking all this business on here. But it had to be done. We had to let you know that this was happening. If you want to find us, you can find us at MerrimacPodcast.com, which has the link to the store. Merrimack Mixes on Twitter. We recently added a new email address, which is mobilemerrimack at gmail.com. If you have any, I don't know, questions that are very lengthy, I guess, that you don't want to use social media. Uh, Merrimack Bakehouse on Facebook as well. And is it Merrimack Bakehouse on Instagram? Or Merrimack? Yes, Merrimack yeah. Bakehouse on Instagram. Yeah, we're all over social media. Mm-hmm. Total coverage. <laughs> and if you keep an eye on our uh, Facebook page, you'll know where we're at. Um, and also on our Twitter, Mobile Mary Mac on Twitter. We do a few little things around western Pennsylvania, eastern Ohio. And um, we try to let people know when we're there, where we're going to be. So that's there too. All right then. Well, thanks for listening if you did. And if you didn't, too bad for you. <laughs>